Tonight's episode, we're going to get into some Johnny Taylor, a little bit of his influence, um, Sam Cooke, the man who invented soul. And I want to get into a little bit of Sun Little as well, because Sun reminds me so much of so much of a Sam Cooke his voice, the way that he delivers as a vocalist. So we're going to talk about all three of them a little bit. Disclaimer. This is Virtuous Optimist Podcast. You might hear stuff in the background because I'm in the lighthouse. You may hear my birds chirping in there. You may hear dogs outside. You may hear helicopters going. Welcome to LA. (laughs) This is where it's at. So if you hear those things, then just know that I'm just as human as you are. And before we get into talking about the tunes, I do want to kind of share with you guys uh, what I've been having in my mind in regard to what a union should be like, what what a, a union between significant others should be. Think of a band, you know, and how bands and bandmates you know, how they communicate with one another, how they're so in sync with one another, how, you know, they have this wholeness to them and this oneness to them coming together and ultimately creating something so beautiful, you know, that we love and enjoy. I think unions should be that, you know, people love music. So if my union can be like music, I mean, just imagine how much love it has within. So just how bands communicate on stage, you know, that verbal and nonverbal communication that they have, that is very essential to relationships and unions, you know. A relationship without communication or effective and proper communication, it will fail. It will fail. And communication is one of the most difficult things sometimes because if you are not connected with someone, you may miss some of that nonverbal communication. <laughs> which is which is it's life. It happens and you know, it just means that, you know, when you're in a relationship or are you in union with someone, it's important to continue to grow and to learn, you know, about one another so that you're able to communicate effectively. My goal for the podcast is when I am talking about certain tunes and how they make me feel, my goal is to get you guys to be able to feel that same feeling or to understand why I feel how I feel when I hear this certain tune. One day I, w- I was sitting, uh, well, moving moving around my home, the lighthouse, thinking about, man, what am I going to, what song, what tune, what music am I going to start the podcast off with? And so uh, that night I'm just vibing around the house and somehow Sam Cook's you send me came on and so i'm just sitting and i'm just vibing to it vibing to it and i noticed the baseline i'm like this is it like this is it like this is the tune that i have to start the podcast off with 
So I played it over and over and over because this is side note (laughs) because something in me just keeps telling me I have to do both of these songs for the first episode of the podcast I'm gonna give you two samples of tunes okay you may continue (laughs) the perfect song I love Sam Cooke his voice is amazing his voice if you guys get a chance, go and listen to Sun Little, S-O-N-L-I-T-T-L-E, two words, Sun Little. Sun Little, I don't know if Sam Cooke is one of his influences or what, but his voice and, and the way that he sings reminds me of Sam Cooke. You know how he has that very distinctive, natural sounding singing voice, um, vocal control out of the window, um, really, really smooth. So peep my story about Sun Little. Okay, so about two years ago, I got put on to the TV show Power. So I started watching Power. They played one of Sun Little's songs on one I believe it's the episode when Kanan killed Sean kid when he killed his son it was the last track of that particular episode so after I heard that song I'm like oh my gosh like it was this song it was like this really like sultry type of I don't know, like, it was a different vibe, but it was a cool vibe. The song, the title of that song is Your Love Will Blow Me Away When My Heart Aches. And, I mean, I just held on to that song for at least, I mean, some some time. I ended up buying the EP or either EP or mixtape um, from iTunes. Like, that's how much I really, you know, got into this particular artist, Sun Little. I saw him live two times here in L.A., The first uh, show, it was at one of those venues. It was like a theater. And so I was on like a balcony. So it was a really cool experience. I love the vibe. It was a really cool live show. But the second time I saw him, I saw him in a much smaller intimate venue. I want to say it was the Echo. One of those little small spots, like a, you know, one of those small type lounge, bar, hole in the wall type of venues. When I tell you, like, these brothers was on this stage, like, rocking. I mean, you know, it was it was a super dope show. And, I mean, that was, I had, like, the best time of my life at that show that night. I was so happy, so happy to be there and to be in a room filled with that type of energy. It was an amazing show. So, fast forward a little bit. I ended up getting a Twitter sometime last year, a year before that. And I started following Sun Little on Twitter. One day I got on Twitter and he was tweeting that he... He needed some extras for a video that he was he was shooting here in LA. So I'm like, you know, where I sign up, you know, put me down, put me on the list. You know, I'm all for it. I, you know, I'm definitely down for the cause. I follow through with everything to be in the music video. The music video is called Toes. So check that out by Sun Little. It's a really dope song. But I'll also post that that a clip of me, your soul sister, in that video, um, Toes by Sun Little. He's a phenomenal artist. I got a chance to introduce myself to him. And, um, you know, he just seems like a a really raw, natural artist. And I I really dig that. You know, that goes back to the the comparison between, you know, he and Sam Cooke. I mean, both of them, you know, what they have in their artistry and how they deliver. It's a really raw, natural sound. 
and I love that. And what I found out is that um, gospel was a great influence for Sam Cooke and the music that he made. So everything that he's created was pretty much derived from from gospel. That's quite interesting. So I dug a little bit on um Sam Cooke, you know, that gospel influence being his, you know, and you know him turning into you know, what ultimately became soul music. To go back a little bit with the gospel, he well, he had a gospel music group uh, titled The Soul Steers. I always listen to Pandora. I do a lot of my music research through Pandora. I put in one artist and it pretty much gives you similar artists. So I learn about a lot of music through Pandora. And then I, you know, I continue my digging. Uh, I was, I heard the song on there and it was an up-tempo beat, like a gospel song. But that's not really what caught my attention. What caught my attention was the vocals. I looked at it and it said, the soul steer. So I'm like, man, that really sounds like Sam Cooke. I always kind of quiz myself when I hear different voices or different instruments and stuff like that. I'm like, ooh, that's Sam Cooke. Ooh, that's Dave Cox. Or, ooh, that's Mike Phillips. Or that's that's John Coltrane. Whoever, you know, I always kind of quiz myself when I hear music, but I don't see who the artist is. So I'm like, that sounds so much like Sam Cooke. So I looked up the Soul Steers and found out that that was the gospel group that Sam Cooke was a part of. Title of that song, though, that I heard called Come and Go to the Land. I'm going to create a playlist I'm going to put these songs that I'm talking about. I'm going to put these songs on that playlist so you guys will have a chance to to listen to the full tunes. You know, he's talking about finding joy and talking about finding peace. And, you know, it's just a very uplifting song. As I'm listening, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you ain't heard gospel until you heard the soul tears. (laughs) Sam Cooke has to be like the second coming of music Jesus or something. I mean, this guy is phenomenal in everything that he's done and, you know, how he made that crossover from gospel music to soul and being one of the most important soul singers in history. Another song that I really like of his is Summertime Part 1, which is pretty much a cover of Summertime from Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong's Porgy and Bess album. So that was dope. And I think about Cupid, one of Sam Cooke's songs, um, Amy Winehouse covered it. He was the influence of Amy Winehouse. It's like all of this stuff comes full circle. Even the artists way back then, they were sampling and covering their forefathers, the people that came before them. So nothing's ever changed. Peep this. We'd like to dedicate this special song to you. Check it out. It's all for you. Darling, you sent me. I know you sent me. Darling, you sent me. Honest you do. Honest you do. Honest you do. of Johnny Taylor. One of his big songs, Johnny Taylor's big songs, is Disco Lady. I don't know if a lot of people know, but I saw on an episode of, it was an episode of Unsung, where they talked about how Johnny Taylor's Disco Lady was the first record to go platinum. That's what I learned on Unsung, was that his his record, Disco Lady, that was the very first record to go platinum. Before, I mean, they had to create that for his achievement 
All my sisters and brothers who go on platinum these days, thank your forefather, Johnny Taylor. <laughs> him and the people that he had behind him because he didn't create it himself. There's producers and, you know, people on his team that helped that that record be what it was. Writers, you know. Peace and blessings to everyone who worked to break a barrier for something to be something new to be created. That's great. He and his team could do that. And 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 that's what it's all about. Teaming up with people and creating beautiful things. I believe people who create music together, this is just my opinion. People that create music together, they have to have some type of relationship with one another to know how to make great music together. You have to have some type of relationship. I dig that. I dig people coming together and creating relationships to create something that's really beautiful, especially live instrumentation, because you get to see it when they perform it live. You get to see those relationships. You get to see just how united they are. To see them communicating with one another while they're on stage, that is just amazing to me. Now that's a, that's a good tune. Disco Lady. That's a super groovy tune. Ooh-hoo. So I heard a number of things. And that, that, that tune will have you moving. Just moving. <laughs> you know, like it, it just got you moving, like moving your shoulders, moving your body, got you wanting a disco. And they say that's not even a disco track. <laughs> they just talking about disco. But yeah, that bass, that bass was super groovy. And guess who 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 that was on the bass? Bootsy Collins, just ripping it up, ripping it up on the bass. And you had your brother on the horn. Them horns were super classy, super classy, super smooth, jazzy. Yeah, like that that track, that's an example of rhythm and blues. I mean, that was that track is awesome. And then I even heard some clapping in there. <laughs> that, that was probably your soul sister just clapping it on up, clapping it on up. <laughs> and then toward the end, they had that brother. Had to have been a brother with soul on that electric guitar, just ripping it up, ripping it up. <laughs> you know, they put him on the end. They were like, we're going to let you rip it up on the end. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, that track, that's a, oh my gosh. Disco Lady, I mean, I could definitely see why that was the first um, single to go um, certified platinum. I could definitely see why. That is the definition of a timeless tune. Definite, definitely, definitely. And still to this point, I do not know the lyrics of the song. <laughs> I do not. Like, I'm so consumed in the music that I haven't had a chance to actually go back and listen to what he's saying besides Disco Lady. That's how um, consumed the music has me. So, go ahead and go on, go on. And listen to it again, listen to the lyrics. Sounds like he's saying some super groovy stuff, though. He's talking about this stuff, and that's super groovy. You dance so fast, and you're right on time. Girl, you drive me out of my mind, yeah. If it wasn't for the girls, sit next to me. I'm just right out, right out of my seat, you see. You've got me hypnotized. 
So the song is about a sister that a brother peeked in a spot. You know, she dancing, she grooving, she having a good old time. She expressing herself through body language. The art of dance, she, you know, grooving in a spot. And he watching her the whole time. It's like she, she he just mesmerized by the way that she's moving her body. Shoving it in, shoving it out, moving in, shake it down, you know. <laughs> he calling her a disco lady because she, she doing her thing. You got me hypnotized. So mesmerized, girl, you moving me. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and he's watching this and he even says, It was for the girl sitting next to me. I jumped right out, out of my safety seat. <laughs> He trying to go groove with her. That's the thing about having that type of energy. It's like when you always groovy, people pick that up. It's like it's contagious. You know, it's it's really contagious. It's, and I love to dance. I dance. I express myself when I'm out. If I hear music, whatever the case may be, if I'm happy, I may start dancing. And so it's been a number of times where I've been with someone. They'll be the type of person that doesn't really dance or is really, you know, laid back or chill. Um, you know, I'll find them dancing like in my company. <laughs> And I've noticed that on more than one occasion, you know, with like friends, like guy friends, like even my brother, people like just, just in general, you know, like they find themselves, you know, wanting to be on a, on a, you know, in a really good mood and it's grooving. I dig that. I dig this song. This is a great song. Like this is like describing me. Like I'm always in the spot. That's me in the spot. Just grooving. Just grooving. Also, what I heard when I went back and listened, one of the first things that I listened was the tambourines going. <laughs> they had the tambourines going at the beginning. I even heard some percussion growling. I, I got to figure out. I don't know if it was the horn or if the bass that did that. I also heard the wah-wah popping. I heard that popping in there. And that went that went all throughout the song. Just popping the wah-wah. But yeah, yeah, let's see. What else? When you get the groove, I'm finger popping. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, I dig this song. I love this song. Great choice, Toonie. Great choice. And that is all for tonight's episode, Just Unions of Virtuous Optimist Podcast. I want to say thank you to my loved ones for tuning in and listening to the very first episode of Virtuous Optimist Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. It's Virtuous Optimist. Follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook. It's Virtuous Optimist Podcast. SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. Virtuous Optimist. And we're on Twitter. Virtuous Optimist. No T on the end. And YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you. Thank you so so much all praise to the most high for this gift the podcast the platform that he's given us to share so thank you thank you thank you to my loved ones my brothers and sisters peace and peace and peace and peace and peace and many many blessings to you and your families